Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The show is brought to you by our generous patrons at patreon.com slash falloutlorecast. Robots Radio presents the Fallout Lorecast. Welcome to the Fallout Lorecast, a place for the Fallout community to come together to explore the boundaries of our knowledge about the world of Fallout. Friends, Wastelanders, Vault Dwellers, welcome back to the Fallout Lorecast. We're back. And by we, I actually just mean me today. I'm your host, Lainey Neos Pandora. Your usual host, Tom Robots, is taking his dog to the vet as I'm recording this, so you can't be mad at him. You're not allowed. I hope you all are doing well. I've had a pretty crazy last two weeks, um, including many things, uh, a few of those being my car getting totaled. Um, I've begun running the vid- the retro gaming store that I work at, which is that has been a really cool new thing. Um, I've had some really not so fun new health problems. So things, you know, they up and down, but it's been pretty crazy. And I'm happy that today I honestly just get to hang out with you guys and talk about the amazing and wonderful Fallout New Vegas. So today we're talking about Prim, and Prim is another location in New Vegas. As usual, I would like to start this episode talking about what Prim was like before the war, before the bomb drop, right? What was Prim when it was just a place that you could go visit just for fun, right? Take a little vacation. If you're headed to Vegas, this was a place that you would likely go in and out of. Before the Great War, Prim was a small resort town in Clark County. Prim, like many of the other locations that we've talked about already in previous episodes, is along the I-15. This is the interstate that goes along the length of the map in the game, essentially. And you can call it the Interstate 15, I-15, the Long 15 sometimes is what you hear. And Prim is situated in Nevada and on the interstate in such a way that many people who would go in to visit Vegas would enter or exit through Prim. And so many people considered this to be a budget version of Vegas. Um, I was referring to it as Diet Vegas or Vegas Light (laughs) when I was talking about this before recording. And basically, Prim was a place you could go on your way into Vegas to start, you know, having fun, start the party, feel, feel the Vegas. (laughs) And on the way out of Nevada, 
it's somewhere where you could take whatever money you have left. Maybe you've won big and you have a whole lot of money. Maybe you've lost a lot of money. You take whatever you have and you would go through Prim and Prim is known for taking the last of your savings, essentially. <laughs> um, it has two major tourist locations. We have the Vicky and Vance Casino and the Bison Steve Casino and Hotel. The Vicky and Vance Casino is dedicated to a pair of outlaws who were essentially the area's Bonnie and Clyde, right? Bonnie and Clyde, Vicky and Vance. Pretty simple. The Bison Steve Casino and Hotel is home to the area's largest roller coaster. It is a large wooden roller coaster called the El Diablo. This roller coaster isn't just some backyard like oh cool casino hotel like we've got a roller coaster out back like this roller coaster goes around and above the entire hotel it's a big deal and i i'm sure you can imagine a giant wooden roller coaster it sounds terrifying to me at least right so it same thing as like a wooden bridge versus like a, a modern bridge the kind that you could drive your car across like you know it's it's the difference between like a bridge on some ropes across a cavern <laughs> versus like the golden gate <laughs> you know um and so the idea of this gigantic wooden roller coaster does make me very nervous and the idea of it post bomb drop just doesn't even it, it, that just cannot be salvageable right and it isn't they end up actually using it for something interesting that we'll talk about in the future. But this is the this is the setting. We have Prim. It is this glorious, wonderful, amazing, fun entrance to Vegas. And then the bombs drop. And then it becomes like a ghost town, basically. Anyone who survives leaves. There really isn't anyone staying in Prim anymore, which is a shame because Prim is this beautiful, amazing, glorious, you know, it's your first stop. In Nevada on the way to Vegas like this is the place to be and now it's empty and it's full of things like houses and casinos and hotels and shops and I'm sure restaurants right this is a place that is probably just full of supplies so it makes sense that when the NCR moved in to the area when the NCR moved into the area and people there's a lot more traffic going in and out of the area um, into Nevada people were going through Prim again, and Prim started becoming a town because there was so much civilian and military traffic. They had a lot of different people coming and going, and they were able to reopen things like the casino, the hotel, several shops that they had around, and unlike some other areas where there isn't really a, a bureaucracy or like a, any kind of power structure, right? Like in Good Springs, we had the lady who runs the saloon. She is like an honorary mayor, but there's not a real title, or in Nipton, they have a mayor, but he wasn't very useful. Um, in Prim, they have an actual law enforcement system, right? And so they feel already relatively safe because they have the NCR nearby. The NCR regularly comes through the town. They are often around the town. They have outposts nearby, so it feels like a safe area, but they also have within Prim, not from the NCR, but on their own, they have a sheriff and a deputy, and I'm sure maybe other people working with them, but it seems like they have a bit more of a plan, right? Like they are trying to run this like a real town. Um, and so this is a place that lots of people end up going into because it is such a good entrance and exit for the area. 
it became a great trade town. And it seemed like, you know, given the way that they've set up this town and the kinds of things they had nearby, this should be a place that just thrives. Like, this should be a place that lasts forever. Can you imagine the amount of supplies that a town that was so successful before the war would be able to carry through to the wasteland, right? Like, maybe there's food that you can't have anymore, but think about all the places. Think about all the homes and the hotel, how many beds must be in there, right? You could house so many people in this area. And the shops that are left and the casinos that are left, like, you could create a whole new economy. You could take it from being a, no, you could take it from being a ghost town to being the next best tourist destination in New Vegas, right? Like, or near New Vegas, I suppose. (laughs) But unfortunately, that is not what happens. And that's how all these stories go, right? It really seems... I feel like there's so many from Fallout 76 that were like this, where it was like, everything's going right, these people are working together, you know, it feels like it's headed in the right direction, and then of course just something so unexpected comes and messes it all up. And in the case for Prim, it was the NCR Correctional Facility Prison Break. So it turns out when the Powder Gangers formed in the NCR Correctional Facility and decided that they were going to break out in 2281, some of the convicts organized and decided to leave for Prim. We already know that lots of powder gangers moved all over the map, and some of them, you know, really made it on their own, and some of them didn't, and many of them stayed at the Correctional Facility, which they had claimed, essentially, and taken away from the NCR. And that's pretty much the same thing that they do with Prim. They get into Prim, and it's the middle of the night, they kill the sheriff and his wife in their sleep, and they take control of the town. You would think that given the attempt to have a safe town, surrounded by military, essentially, you wouldn't expect something like the Powder Gangers to be able to come in and just flip it all over in a night, right? But they do. They take control of the town. They just push the residents out of the town. Many residents that stayed in the town ended up holed up in the Viking Advance Casino, which ended up being strange for the Powder Gangers because they couldn't get in and really do anything about it. And of course, you'd think, oh, well, maybe the residents, they're in the casino. They're safe for a bit. They could bond together, a band together, and take back town, right? Like, they could come together and really be a force against these powder gangers. And unfortunately, they just weren't able to do that, right? You have to think these are just normal civilians, probably kids in there. Like, this wasn't an army. These were powder gangers versus just a group of random people who had happened to make it to safety in the casino, right? So that's not great odds. And so, Some of the people in the casino, they tried to escape um, and they made it out. There are some success stories, such as Samuel and Michelle Kerr, who were two traders from Prim, who ended up reestablishing themselves at the 188 trading post. And so they, you know, they left Prim behind and found somewhere better. And now, you know, they don't have anything to worry about. Unfortunately, some people weren't able to escape like that. So the Powder Gangers, now that they have control of the city, or the the town, or whatever Prim is, now they have the control of Prim, 
they have to deal with the fact that this was a place that many people came and went from. This is a trading place. There are caravans that go through here. This is their regular path is past or through Prim. And the powder gangers want nothing to do with any of that. And so there becomes an issue where people are no longer able to make it through the area, really. So now not only is I-15 a difficult area to get through thanks to powder gangers and death claws and so on and so forth, you know, the wasteland. <laughs> but Prim becomes another area where suddenly you cannot get through it. There are powder gangers keeping civilians and military and everyone from getting through. And you would think, well, the military's in the area. What are they going to do about it, right? These people just took this whole town out from under everybody. What are they going to do about it? So the NCR down the road from Prim or like on the eastern edge of the town, they form an outpost and they're using this outpost to essentially like keep an eye on the powder gangers. They don't want to go in or I guess they do technically want to go in. Can you imagine losing an area like Prim? to the just a random gang that you've already lost from your correctional facility. Can you imagine how that feels? It's probably terrible. And so they do want to take control of it again. But unfortunately, the NCR is just so undermanned. This particular outpost is so undermanned, as was the correctional facility, that they're unable to do anything about it. And it's not even like they're ridiculously outnumbered by the powder gangers. Probably a squad would be enough for them to get in, but they just do not have what it would take. It would be too much of a risk for them to go in and try to reclaim the town as they are right then. And they can't get anyone else because everyone else is being diverted away for the NCR to, you know, fight their own battles. And that's, you know, all fine and dandy, except it's really ruining, I would say, the NCR's reputation at this point. How many incidents are going to keep happening under the NCR because too many people have been diverted away from things that were important, right? It led to the powder gangers forming in the first place. The powder, ganger, the powder gangers wouldn't even be an issue if the correctional facility had been monitored properly in the first place. They never would have formed. They never would have made plans to escape, realized they could attempt to escape because there weren't enough people there. They reclaimed the whole facility for themselves, and it's the same thing they did with Prim. They reclaimed Prim for themselves and pushed everyone else out. If I was part of the NCR, and I was in either of those circumstances, I was part of anything to do, to do with the correctional facility, if I was supposed to be guarding that, or if I was part of this outpost that was looking after Prim, I would feel so useless. <laughs> Honestly, can you imagine being in an outpost that is keeping watch on a town that you want to have back? Because it is basically a stain on the reputation of your group because they weren't able to do anything about it. But there's still, there is still nothing you can do about it. You are given a job to just watch this place that you can do nothing about. That would drive me crazy. <laughs> so the Powder Gangers, like I said before, they are revamping the town to be for them, to fit their needs. And so they're getting rid of things like caravans. No one else can come in. No one can trade. They are now blocking an area of the I-15, essentially. And they're staying in the Bison Steve Casino. 
that is their new headquarters. They're staying in there and they are working from there. So they have, you have the powder gangers working in one casino and you have the people that they tried to push out staying in another casino. And there's nothing any of these people can do about the other people staying around. And this is the part where we get to bring the El Diablo back again. So that wonderful, glorious, gigantic wooden roller coaster has become an asset to the powder gangers because it doesn't matter how much wood rot this roller coaster have has or how much damage you know the nuclear fallout did to this coaster they're going to use any sanding part of it as a watchtower essentially and so you can see the powder gangers sniping people from the roller coaster sometimes they're just keeping watch you know but they have turned this roller coaster into a valuable asset. And if you remember, this roller coaster doesn't just exist, you know, in its own little contained area. It goes over the buildings, <laughs> over the hotel. And so it's probably, you know, who knows if it is safe to go to that height on this coaster, if that height is even accessible at all, right? But if you're able to, you would be able to see so much of the wasteland. You'd be able to see anyone coming. If the NCR did want to come and raid Prim, they would know immediately. This is what I mean when I say that the NCR and anyone else who was living there lost valuable assets to the powder gangers taking over the town. And why, when it was empty, before the NCR had moved into the area and people started going in and out of Prim again in the first place, why it was the kind of place that someone needed to see because it could become such a successful place. And unfortunately, now the powder gangers have access to all the things that would have made that place successful. And they can use it for whatever they want. It's pretty terrible. In fact, this town is a, an incredibly strategic location, right? And with the loss of Nipton and the fact that many other local um, or, like, sorry, nearby towns are either ridiculously small or have some sort of, like, infighting or, you know, so on and so forth. Prim really is what could have made a big difference in the area. And it is gone. So that's all fun. So let's talk about the scenery. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. So when you enter the game, and if you head towards Prim, you will not see it in the time that the NCR was around and that it was a successful trading place. Like, it has already passed. The Powder Gangers are there. You can talk to them through the fence. 
um, you can also access the town. And so you can go there, you know, and you can even get good reputation with the powder gangers and befriend them essentially, right? And you will have no problem going to Prim. Um, which is fun because it, it is a cool little area. There's lots of uh, empty ranch homes, lots of different streets you can walk down with different storefronts. Many of them are just, you know, falling apart. Lots of rubble. It's all very tan and gray. <laughs> Most of the intact buildings of Prim are on the eastern side. Um, and that part is the area that's surrounded by a huge fence. And if you remember, the NCR, the NCR outpost is on that side. And so the NCR outpost is relatively close to the active areas of Prim, but they cannot access from there. In order to get into the town, you have to access from either the western or the southern end. And so not only, thanks to the roller coaster, would the powder gangers be able to see the NCR coming, but they can't just walk directly in. They would have to go through the the gate anyway. They have to go around the, the fence either south or all the way around. When you're visiting the town, you can go in, right? And you can access the Bison Steve Hotel where the convicts are staying. And they have the deputy there. Deputy Beagle is being held by the convicts there. And you can also cross the street and enter the Vicky and Vance Casino where you can talk to the citizens of Prim, the people who are still staying there. And it really shows you that they're still in this stand still, right? Like, there is nothing moving, right? The NCR can't really do anything. The citizens can't really do anything. The powder gangers, you know, they have access to the area. They're kind of in charge of the area, but they still, within their own area, have people that they can't do anything about. So this whole place is at a standstill. And I think that if there was a way that the NCR and the residents inside could connect, right? Like, that would be really helpful, but how would that happen without the powder gangers noticing? If the NCR wanted to come in, obviously they'd see them. And if the residents wanted to leave, well, that's just dangerous because you'd have to make it past the powder gangers to escape, right? Hence why they're stuck in the casino to begin with. And then on the southeast end of town, there's a few houses, and this includes the Nash residence, which doubles as a like a courier way station. And inside of the Nash residence, you can find ED-E, E-D-E, I guess. And um, E-D-E is on a table inside of the Nash house. And E-D-E is an Enclave iBot and it is busted. So you can repair it if you're able. And if you want to, you're able to go to the Brotherhood of Steel or the Followers of the Apocalypse and you can share the data stored in the EDE with them and they will offer you upgrades, you know, you'll, you'll be rewarded for helping them out essentially. Um, and that's a whole quest on its own. There's a whole quest with EDE, but that's where you can find the iBot and outside of the Nash residence is where you can find Daniel Wyand, who is the fourth courier and dead <laughs> and you can find his note his the fourth courier note on him so yeah that is prim and it's pretty grim huh <laughs> i hope you enjoyed this episode it's a little bit of a weird one like i said at the beginning i really hope you all are doing well 
please don't forget that if you want to hang out with me or Sir Robots, or even just meet other people who also like this podcast or perhaps other Robots Radio podcasts that you're interested in, you should join the Robots Radio Discord. It is a lot of fun in there. Everyone is so nice and caring, and you really can get to know people. Um, so that's all really fun. I'd also like to add that I am starting streaming again. I know that I've been teasing it on and off for a long time, but we're going in a different direction. Um, I've found before that I was a little too focused on doing it all right. And part of that came from being mid-pandemic and looking for another source of income. But of course, streaming is not a quick source of income, especially if you don't have a following on any other platform already. And so obviously that wasn't totally what was going to happen there. And that's okay. Um, I never expected to make it big on streaming or anything, but realizing how I had been going after it in such a way that didn't really align with what I wanted to do and now is no longer so necessary because I have a new job and so on and so forth. I want to play more indie games. And as some of you know, I have a very large collection of like over a thousand indie games um, of all different genres, all different kinds of gameplay, platformers, RPGs, so on. Just it, it really is endless. And there's so many of them that I'd like to try, but they'd be so much more fun with you guys. And so feel free to reach out to me in the Discord. I also have my own Discord, the newest Pandora Discord that you are welcome to join there. And we can discuss playing these games or playing any other games that you have that you like. If you have any indie games that you want to see me try, please, you know, talk to me about it or join us and keep an eye out for when those streams are happening. I'd love to hang out with you. All right. I hope you guys are having a lovely, lovely day, night, wherever, whatever it is, wherever you are. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Hello there, old chap. Good to see another of General Atomic's finest still eager to serve. Hey friends, this is your host, Tom or Robots, chiming in. I hope you guys enjoyed Lainey's episode this week. Uh, this was kind of a fun thing for her to try out doing her own show. Um, but I have to chime in after the fact with a big thank you to our patrons, because I can't forget you guys. You guys are what help us to do this every week. And thank you for being there for us. Um, Every week, whether we're able to get out regular episodes or whether, you know, somebody has a car accident and a dog has to go to the vet. So thank you for being here. And especially thank you to Jared B., our Liberty Prime and Robob, our tier five sentry bot. You guys are amazing. And everyone, all of you are amazing. Make sure that if you are interested in joining us for the patron episode this month, which will happen on Saturday night, the 29th at 9 p.m. Eastern. You still have a few days to sign up if you want to join us as a tier four patron or to upgrade your patron status. And we've got a bunch of you guys and we're planning to talk about, at least as far as I know right now, having discussed some things in the, the patron only Discord channel, the, uh, we're planning to talk about what you guys would do if you were running your own vault and which vault you would actually be interested in running or comfortable enough to run. It's kind of a weird question, but we're going to talk about that. And I, I think it's going to be an awesome, awesome episode. Also, we're doing a really cool thing. We're having a giveaway. You probably heard the little ad pop up on some of the episodes already. Um, but just for the next week, we've got about a week left, a week and a few days. We are giving away. I started out by giving away one $50 gift card to whatever platform you like to game on. 
and that got uh, matched by two of our other people in our community. So there are three $50 gift cards available for you to potentially get. And there's two simple ways to do it. First, you have to be on the Robots Radio Discord, which is easy to get to. Just search Robots Radio Discord. It'll come right up. Join us on the Discord. And every time somebody comments or every time somebody posts a new a new post, just heart it. Give it a heart emoji. And that is an entry every single time. And you can do it on any post, on any channel, as much as you want on all of the posts. I will pick one at random or actually three at random for three different winners. And the other way that you can get an entry is to welcome new people when they join the Discord. So as more people join in to either just be be there and chat or to take part in the giveaway, you can say, hey, welcome to the Discord and in the welcome channel. And and that's another way to get an entry. So I will go through, pick some random people. You guys are going to get a chance to win. And it's just kind of a fun way to have a fun thing for the community to do and a way for me to give back. And I hope you guys enjoy it. So check that out. And thanks again to all of our patrons. You guys are amazing. We should be back next week with our patron episode uh, recorded on Saturday, the 29th. And then the week after that, Lainey and I will be back hopefully with a a new regular episode, maybe at a different time. We're going to see. We're still figuring out what her work schedule is, but we'll let you guys know. All right. Thanks for being here, everybody. I'll let you go. Have a good rest of your day and I'll see you later. plug into everything else we're doing, check out robotsradio.net. Also, look up the Robots Radio YouTube for videos about Fallout and other things. And check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash robotsradio. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.